0: Oh, come on, let's give him good praise right now. Come on, has he been good to you? We love you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Come on, somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Oh, I bless your name, Jesus. I bless your name, Jesus. Come on, give him praise right now. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Yeah. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. Amen, amen. I'm a little tired of the devil's games. Keeping me in bondage. Aren't you thankful there's a place we can come and get freedom? Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Why don't we lift up our voice one more time and give God praise? Because He inhabits the praises. Come on, let's get Him in the room. Let's get Him moving. Oh, I love You, Jesus. I love You, Jesus. Oh, I magnify Your name. I magnify Your name. Amen. Amen. Well, surprise, I'm not, Brother Vasquez. Amen. amen. It's an honor to be here today uh, with you fine, precious people of God. And I'm excited about what God's doing, what I feel. I'm just expecting God to do great things, amen? Did you come to give God glory? Did you come to get closer to him? Oh, I love you, Jesus. Let's just lift our hands and tell him, I love you, Jesus. Oh, God's wanting to move in this place today. God's wanting to help somebody. God's wanting to deliver somebody. Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Come on, let's just tell him, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I don't want to ever be guilty of the other nine. I want to be that one that comes back and say, thank you, Jesus. Oh, he's been so good. He's been so good. Amen. Amen. What an honor again to be in the house of God. Amen. those of you who don't know me, my name is Brother Justin Hancock. And I'm honored to be here today with you precious people. I do feel I got a word for this church. And sometimes as, as you preach, as you go to places, you're tempted with uh, Austin Houston to preach something maybe you're f- comfortable with or that you want to get a good response from, but I'm preaching something I've never preached before because the Holy Ghost dropped it in my spirit last Saturday evening for this service. And I want to help somebody today. I want you to turn with me to Numbers chapter 16, verse one. I love your pastor, can't wait to see him this afternoon. Known him for, well, we had a newborn the first time we really met him. That newborn's now 26 years old. So I've known your pastor for a great while and your bishop such pillars of faith and, and I remember as a young boy I may have said it before when I was here I remember as a young boy at general conference Bishop Steve Wilson my dad introduced me to him and he he got right down on my level and said young man Good to meet you. That made an impact on me because there's a lot of people that get positioned, but they don't have time for somebody lower. Your bishop was not that man, and it forever impacted my life, and it truly is an honor to be here today. Number 16, we're going to read a few verses. Now Korah, the son of Azar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi and Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab and On, the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took men. And they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, You take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Wherefore then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. And when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. God hates division. I said, God hates division. And he spake in accord to all his company, saying, even tomorrow the Lord will show who are his and who is holy will cause him to come near unto him. Even him who he hath chosen will he cause to come near unto him. This do take you censers, Korah, and all his company, and put fire therein, and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man who the Lord doth choose, he shall be holy. You take too much upon you, you sons of Levi. And Moses said unto Korah, Here I pray you, ye sons of Levi seemeth it but a small thing unto you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to minister to him unto them I want to preach by the help of the Holy Ghost today when footsteps cease when footsteps cease if you'll help me Amen. If you'll pray right now for me, pray with me. I believe God's wanting to do something great today. God, I love you. I thank you for this this very sombering feeling that's in this place already, God. I'm asking you to touch every person here, God. I'm asking you to anoint me. God, I don't have the wisdom. I don't have the understanding, God. I don't have the abilities, God, but you do. You know every person here. You know what they're facing. You know what they're going through, God. And so I'm asking you, I'm dependent upon you, God, to use me, to speak to your people. Lord, we give you all the glory and honor. We thank you. We love you. We magnify your name. Everybody said in Jesus' name. Before you're seated, give God one more good hand clap of praise. Yeah, good shout. I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Amen. You can be seated uh, today. Thank you for standing in honor of the Word of God. I don't want to fail to mention I'm honored to have my wife and two daughters with me today. I love them so much. When my oldest son, who just got married, and, and I'm still trying to adjust to that, that's, a, that's something that I'm happy and I'm thankful but man, when, when your first one moves out of the house, it's a little different. And so, but when he was about two years old, I was carrying him to inside his uh, grandparent's house and it, I know it's crude and not proper, but as I was holding him, uh, I spit. I'm sorry. Sorry to tarnish the way, the way you look at me, but I spit. And... When I did that, I looked over there at Preston and he goes pff, pff. and it dribbled down his chin and all down his shirt. And I tried to clean him up. But the Holy Ghost spoke to me right then and there and said, He sees everything you do. And he's gonna mimic everything you do. So be careful. Be careful the example you live in front of that boy it stuck with me, it's, it's motivated me, it's, it's kept me uh, from time to time, God would remind me of that little small example of the impact you and I have on our kids, I read to you the beginning of such a disheartening story, a story about a man who got frustrated in his walk. It wasn't enough for him to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord. That's what Moses said. Does it doesn't seem to be a small thing? It's, hey, listen, I want you to understand something. There's no job in the house of God that's small.
1: I don't care what your position
0: is or if you don't have a position. Hey, Amen. Getting in, work, involved in the work of God is a big thing. I said it's a big thing. It's a big thing to do something to push the kingdom of God to help somebody. But he got frustrated with his walk. It wasn't enough for him to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord. And no Cora, wanted power. Be careful that you seek the miracle worker and not that you seek the miracle worker and not just the miracles. Be careful that you seek him and not them. Amen. Everything I do has got to be about him. Everything I have to do has got to point toward him. If I don't give God glory, then my, I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting this opportunity that God has given me in this earth. I want to do everything to give him glory. How about you? Be sure to fall in love with Jesus and not be swayed by your emotions and feelings. We get wrapped up in something and if we're not careful, we'll, we'll crave the feeling. We'll crave the excitement. We'll crave the zeal and... And I love Holy Ghost Church. I love what I felt in here already this morning. Amen. But I love him more. Because it's not always going to be a shout. It's not always going to be a dance. It's not always going to be goosebumps going up and down your spine. There's going to be dark times. There's going to be seasons. You don't understand what's going on. But if you love him. If it's about him, it's about giving him glory and honor. You're going to get through every test and trial you face. You're going to get through everything you go through. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Amen. Love him. Fall in love with him. It's easy to want the power. It's easy to want the limelight the stage. It's that, 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 that's what this humanity craves. One of the most alarming signs of the end times is this. They'll love the creature more than the creator amen when you seek after miracles signs and wonders and leave off seeking after the god of the miracles signs and wonders you'll find yourself swallowed up by the vain pursuit of power god won't share his glory with anybody oh i want to i want to preach this by I, I want to preach it. I want to preach it till every devil in hell understands it's all about him. It's all about Jesus. You can't stop me. You can't quiet me. You can't make me timid. You can't put me in a corner. It's all about Jesus. It's all about giving him glory and honor. Amen. Amen. You go to verse 19 of Numbers and the story continues. Korah gathered all the congregation against them unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all, everybody say all, the congregation. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron saying, separate yourselves from among this congregation that I may consume them in a moment. It would do us well not to attack the men of God in our life. Amen. Apostolic authority. Amen. Is a beautiful thing. And they fell on their face and said, Oh God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin? And will you be angry with the whole congregation? And the Lord said unto Moses, Speaking to the congregation, Get you up from the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And Moses rose up and went unto Dathan and Abiram. And the elders of Israel followed him. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be consumed in all their sin. A choice was given. Will you follow their footsteps, or is this where it ceases? I don't know why the Holy Ghost laid it on my heart, but I'm here to tell you it's time for us to get behind uh, like we've never been before. of this church the leadership of this church and say wherever you go I'm going whatever you want me to do I'll do it I don't care what your role is or isn't you need to make a decree this morning I'm following you I'm going with you I'm not gonna be somebody that causes division I'm not gonna do anything that causes God to frown upon me no I want to make sure if you're pushing I'm pushing if you're praying I'm praying if you're giving I'm giving. I, I'm going to do everything I can man of God to push you to be behind you so they get up from the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan and Abiram and on every side and Dathan and Abiram came out and stood in the door of their tents and their wives and the sons and their little children and Moses said hereby you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do these works For I have not done them of my own mind. If these men die the common death. Of all men. Or if they be visited after the visitation of all men. Then the Lord hath not sent me. But. If the Lord make a new thing. And the earth open her mouth. And swallow them up. With all that appertain unto them. And they go down quick into the pen. Then. Then you shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. And it came to pass, everybody said it came to pass, as he made it into speaking all these words, that the ground started moving. Again, God hates division. The ground started moving. The earth opened up her mouth and swallowed them them up and their houses and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods. This is a very sobering passage. But let me tell you what I felt last night in the Holy Ghost. God's been trying to get somebody's attention. You've witnessed uncommon things. And have wondered what it all means. I'm here to declare you what it means. God loves you. And wants you to stop following those footsteps that are leading you down a wrong path. You're alive this morning because your man of God. has said, God, give them one more chance. Give them one more time. Give them one more opportunity. I'm not preaching judgment on somebody this morning, but I am preaching a little bit of caution because I feel that there's people in this room that hell has earmarked and said, You're going down. You're my target. I'm getting you out of this place no 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 you need to determine right now i've come this far with jesus and i'm going all the way i didn't I wasn't put here, amen, without a purpose. Uh, I was put here to let God work in my life and through my life and touch somebody. I'm preaching to somebody right now that God uh, wants you to declare uh, and throw aside everything uh, that's distracting you and said, I will follow him. I will get behind him. I will do everything I can to have revival in this church, in this community, in my family. You would think that would have been enough for those who had followed Korah. I mean, to see the earth open up. To see the earth open up and swallow men and close back together. You would think that would have been enough. But the scripture says in verse 41 that on the morrow, the very next day, the very next morning, people started And it's all said and done, 14,700 people died by following the wrong footsteps. Moses had led them out of Egypt, but they doubted he could lead them on to the promise. Hear me somebody, don't abandon what led you out of Egypt. I said, don't abandon what led you out of Egypt. Oh, now's not the time to jump ship and say, "Well, I'll get, I get—I got me a new revelation." No, 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 don't, 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 no, no, don't, don't abandon what got you out of Egypt. God bought you, God brought you, God led you, and it's not time to think. Well, I got it all figured out. I can make it on my own. No, no, no. I can't even walk without Him holding my hand. I can't do anything without Him leading and guiding me. I'll make a mess of it. But I declare and decree right now: If you'll say I'm not following those footsteps, but. I'm I'm looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. He's the one that started this in me and he's going to get me all the way through. He put me in this place for a reason and I'm not going to bail out on him now. Don't abandon what led you out of Egypt. Don't throw it away. Don't abandon what God's doing in your life. This tragic story, this horrible account of these three men leading many astray, sadly isn't all that uncommon. Our adversary is always lurking in the shadows, trying his best to get you and I to walk away. He plants seeds of doubt. He creates an illusion that somehow it's better on the other side. He teases with enjoyment, but never shows the payment sin requires. Amen, somebody. Amen. He loves it when you, when you are going your way and he gets you to follow something else. Oh, he loves it. You did run well, Paul said, but who did hinder you? You were running real good, but all of a sudden you saw another set of footsteps and said, I think I'll go that way. I'll thank God for taking that. I'm here to preach to somebody. There is no other way. Amen. There's no other way. There's no other way. There's no other way. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. What got you out of Egypt is going to get you to heaven. What got you out of your mess uh, is going to get you on streets of gold. Uh, don't abandon it now when times are tight. Uh, don't leave it now when everything is coming crazy. Uh, no, now's the time uh, to dig deep and say, "Oh, I'm not moving. Uh, I'm not leaving. Uh, I'm not walking away from you, God." My wife's grandfather was in his early, late seventies or early eighties. I can't remember. But he stood up one day and testified this was the hardest year of his life, living for God. The devil doesn't quit. We don't reach some place where he doesn't touch us anymore. We don't reach some pinnacle in our walk with God that no longer we're touchable by hell. It's a daily walk. It's a daily consecration. It's a daily commitment. That's why Paul said, I die daily every day of my life uh, i've got to surrender and say god uh, i'm yours uh, i'm your man uh, i'll do what you want me to do i'll go where you want me to go god uh, i don't want to make my own steps uh, amen i don't want to go to my own devices god uh, but i want to follow after you uh, i want to lead where you're going i want to I, I want you to lead me where you're going I'll, i want to go where you're blessing, God. There's another step to take. There's another set of footsteps. Now hear the rest of the story. Let me ask you a question. What's your response when footsteps cease? Korah swallowed up. But if you fast forward 10 chapters in the book of Numbers, Moses gives the account of Korah yet again. In Numbers 26 and 9, Moses felt urged to say again, what happened with Korah It's that Nathan and Abraham, which were famous in the congregation who strove against Moses and against Aaron in the company of Korah. When they strove against, see, you don't, you're not just doing against the church, you're doing against God. Amen, when you throw up your head and say, well, I'm just going to do it my own way. Amen, you're not just standing against this pulpit, you're standing against God. I don't want to ever say, God, I got it figured out. I can do it on my own. No, I want to humbly, I want to love, I want to live justly. I want to love mercy and I want to walk humbly with my God because I understand where my help comes from. I understand who's right. who's guiding this ship. It's not me. It's not in man. Say it with me. It's not in man. I can't govern my steps. Oh, I'll make a mess of it. I'll do the wrong turn. I'll do this. But Moses said, they strove against the Lord. And the earth opened up her mouth and swallowed them up together with Korah. When that company died, what time the fire, I didn't even mention about the fire, but Korah and Nathan and Abom, they were swallowed up. And the other 250 that rose up, they fled. Unless the, the earth opens up on us and the Bible says God sent fire and burn them up. 250 and the Bible says the day became a sign. But I got another verse for you. Verse 11. Notwithstanding the children of Korah died not. Did you see that? Korah's children didn't I? Can you imagine the commotion going on in the tents of Korah as Moses begs all the people to get out of the tents of these evil men? Daddy, I love you, but I can't follow you anymore. Right. Mama, I know you don't understand right now, but I'm leaving, I'm not leaving the safety of the church. Friend, I know you think I'm crazy falling after these apostolic, tongue-talking, holy-living people, but there's something drawing me to these footsteps. I'm telling you, Chorus, children uh, die not. Somebody got a hold of them. Something triggered in their mind. I love you, Daddy, but I ain't going that way. I love you, Mama, but I ain't about to go there. Somebody needs to make up in your mind. You may be first-time apostolic, first-generation apostolic, but you need to declare right now: I'm following the footsteps of Jesus. I'm following the one that saved me. I'm following after him. I love your mama. I love you, daddy. I love your friend. But I've got a decree. I've got a commitment to make. I'm following after Jesus. I'm going after what's drawing me now. It's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. God's going to lead me all the way home. I'm preaching to some people here today. And I understand this may not be for everybody, but to the ones that are here today, you're the only one in your family that that believes this. Keep walking. Keep walking toward those footsteps. Don't get a core of spirit if you try to figure everything out. I'm 46 years old, been raising this all my life. I don't have it all figured out. You're never going to figure it out his ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. You're going to face trials that you're going to be scratching your head because they don't make any sense. But it's a walk by faith, not by sight. I don't I don't go by what I see. I go by what I feel, and I feel if I keep on walking where He's walking, it's going to be all right. Yeah, hey, come on! I feel if I keep on walking where He's walking, I'm going to get through this. It's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm going to get through to the other side. If daddy don't do it, if mama don't do it, if my friends don't do it, if my coworkers don't do it, my husband don't do it, my wife don't do it, my kids don't do it. I want them to say, Brother Hughes. I've determined I'm going to make it. You may be all by yourself. And I'm telling you, you're not all by yourself. Elijah thought thought the same thing. Elijah thought the same thing. I'm all by myself, God. See what walking, living for you did. I'm all by myself. I'm hiding in a cave, and that queen wants to kill me. And God said, whoa, wait a minute. I've got 7,000 that haven't even bowed their knees to bell. You're not by yourself. The devil will love to isolate you and make you feel like you're the oddball in the family because you're believing this way. No, you're not an oddball. You're not a nut. You're not losing your mind. You may forget what I say today, but you'll never forget what you feel when the Holy Ghost begins to move on you. I'm not crazy. I know what he did for me. I know what peace feels like. I know what joy feels like. I know what hope feels like. You're not going to get a twisted devil and make me feel sorry for myself. I'm not by myself. I've been fought with a price and where he leads me, I'm going to fall
2: off.
0: Find yourself somebody to mentor you along the way. For the Craig work we're in. You went from being influenced by this, transition to influencing others You keep posting what you're posting. You keep putting it out there. I get inspired when I see people. And there's others here. I'm not just singling out him, but I felt in prayer last night. God wants to understand he knows what you're doing. He knows the face, the struggles you face, uh, the things you're up against. Uh, don't throw your hands up and say, well, I'm not affecting anybody. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. The most introverted person uh, in the world uh, will interact with at least 10,000 people in their lifetime. Don't tell me you're not affecting anybody. Don't tell me you're not touching anybody. You keep walking uh, even though it feels like you're all by yourself. You keep walking, even though nobody else wants it. You keep reaching, you keep knocking, you keep giving, you keep loving, even though nobody else wants it. You keep doing it. And I promise you, there's a help that's coming. There's a help. As for me and my house, there's no decision. There's no chance we will. We will, we will, we will. I'll serve him in the good times and I'll serve him in the bad times. I'll serve him when I can feel him and I'll serve him when I don't know where he's at. I'll serve him when I'm sure and I'll serve him when I'm unsure. I'll serve him when I'm blessed and I'll serve him when I don't have enough money to pay my bills. I know one thing. I was young, David said, and now I'm old and I've never, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging bread. It pays to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. It may get dark. It may be all by yourself, but keep walking, young person. Keep walking. Keep walking first time apostolic. You're going to make it. God sent me to tell somebody it's time to make your own footsteps. What do you do when you watch the earth close in on your daddy? You start making your own footsteps. Oh, I want my my family saved. That determined a long time ago. I got to have this walk myself. I appreciate the godly heritage that I've been raised in, but it won't do a bit of good just to be raised. I've got to walk. And sometimes that walk is my own footsteps. Genesis 5 and 22, and Enoch walked with God 300 years and beget sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. 365 years, a year for every day. Listen, it's a daily walk. It's a daily walk. And Enoch walked with God and it was not for God took him. I said Enoch walked with God and was not because God took him. Hebrews said he had this testimony that he pleased God. I said it to the difference makers this morning. He didn't part the Red Seas. He didn't preach a sermon. He didn't do any miraculous thing but he had this testimony. I walked daily with God and I pleased him. Listen, living for God is not complicated, living for God is not hard. You just make up in your mind I'm walking to please him. I'm walking to please him. I'm not gonna complicate living for God and try to make it all these steps of what I've had to give up and what I have to surrender. No, I just want to love him, I wanna walk with him, I wanna please him, and God will take care of all the details that. That I get distracted about. I'm gonna love him. I'm gonna walk with him. But he took him. God, everybody said, God took him. The footsteps of Enid ceased. But guess what? In Genesis 6 and 8, his great grandchild, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah found grace because of great granddaddy. Walk to please God. I said, "Noah found grace because you're not doing this in vain. You're not living this in vain. There's a generation that's watching you walk. There's a generation that's watching you giving. And somewhere down the line, your your your, your name, your name is going to be saved. Your generation, Amen. That you lived in is going to outlive, Amen." He was his great-grandchild. It outlived all that. And Noah found grace. What you do right now is gonna make it's gonna last. It's gonna make an impact. What I'm living for right now is not just gonna affect me. What I'm doing is not just gonna affect me, but it's gonna affect my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids. God, I want a name. I want a name that says I pleased him. I walk with him. I don't have to have headlights, my name in headlights. I don't have to have, I don't have to have my name on a billboard. I want to have this. He pleased God. He walked with God every day of his life and he pleased him. Listen, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I want to please God. I want to walk daily with him. There are some see your, your daily walking and pleasing God is depositing grace for another generation to find. I said your walking and daily pleasing is, is depositing grace that somebody else is going to find. Oh, I, 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 I know that's some of the blessings in my life come from my parents, from my wife's grandparents, the lineage of people saying, I'm going to love him. I'm going to serve him. I'm a benefactor of somebody else depositing grace in my life. Even some I didn't even, I didn't even meet. Right. You can have that kind of walk that people years down the road, maybe they come along and they find grace. Because you found a relationship with God. Amen. When when, when footsteps cease, you got to keep walking. Amen. When footsteps cease, you got to keep loving him. You got to keep serving him. I'm talking to somebody. There's some people here today. Let me tell you, I'm going to shift a little bit right now. But but something tragically has happened to tarnish your family's name. You've got a backslidden family member. Maybe a mom or dad. You've allowed their failure to guide your footsteps in a negative way. You hold back, you hang your head. Somehow their mistake has become your mistake. When I was in prayer last night, and I I mean, this has been on me for a good week. When I was in prayer last night, Brother Hughes, God just began to. God just began to give me such a burden. I was there all by myself. I got such a burden for somebody here today. I know who you are, but I'm telling you. You, you, it's, it's time, it's time you shed that. That shadow, that cloud that's hung over you. That thing that's convinced you that God can't use you because they're mistake. Well, I know I'm in the Holy Ghost because I know what I felt last night. I'm telling somebody right now, you've been captured, you've been captivated, you've been bound by somebody else's mistake. You can't praise him. You can't get freedom. You, you haven't preached in a while. You haven't sang in a while. You haven't done anything in a while because you're, you're, you're bound by somebody else's mistake. You're... You you, you you feel the shame of somebody else's problems. You feel the shame of somebody else's failures. I'm here to tell somebody you can learn something from the sons of Korah. There is a place for you. There is a place for you in this church. I don't care what your daddy did. I don't care what your mama did. I don't care what your granddaddy did. There's still a place for you. You don't have to follow them into the pit. You don't have to go astray. You don't have to live life without having an impact God called you, God blessed you that feeling that you're feeling is for a purpose, I know your dad messed up, but God's got a calling on your life, God's got something he wants to do in your life quit allowing their mistake to make you feel like God can't use you First Chronicles 9 and 19 And Shalom, the son of Korah the son of Biasaph, the son of Korah, and his brethren of the house of his father, the Korahites, they were over the work of the service. They were keepers of the gates of the tabernacle, and their fathers being over the host of the Lord were keepers of the entry. The sons of Korah said, Daddy, I'm not I'm not going to be a part of division. I'm not going to be a part of splitting things up. I'm going to get behind this, man. I'm going to get behind this movement. I I can't help what you're doing, Daddy, but I'm going to follow after Jesus. I love you, Daddy, but... There's a place for me. You may not want the place. It may seem to be a small thing for you, Cora, but it means everything to me to be in the house of God. Amen. It means everything to me to be in the presence of God. That psalm of Asaph said this. He said, My foot well nigh slipped when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. It's real easy to get tripped up when you see people getting blessed. Amen that don't deserve to be blessed. You know they're corrupt. You know they're messed up. You know they've made mistakes and it seems like they're getting by with it. I'm telling you, you know what happened to Asaph? He said, but when I went to the house of God, I was encouraged. Listen, let your footsteps be sure up. I'm not slipping just because I see somebody else mess up. I'm going to the house of God. I'm going to live this way, Jesus. I'm going to live this way, Daddy. I'm going to please God. I'm going to get behind the man of God. Daddy's mistake isn't going to cost me my place. It's not going to cost me what God birthed in me. To the young man in here that is surrounded by shadows, it's time you start making your own footsteps. It's time for you to come out and start walking. I love you, Daddy, but I'm going to the house You can kick me out, Daddy. but I'm going to the house of God. You can disown me, Mama, but I've started out with Jesus. I'm going all the way. I'm telling somebody right now, God's wanting to... God's given you an opportunity today to step out from the shadow of that thing that's been hanging over your life and say, so you know what, God, I do believe you have something for me. I do believe you can use me. I do believe you have a place. The sons of Korah had a place in the service of God. They didn't allow the bitterness that their dad had. They didn't allow the shame that their dad caused. They didn't allow the abandonment that their dad did of the, uh, towards a man of God. Keep them uh, from getting involved in the house of God. Don't let anything, uh, don't let a mistake somebody's made keep you from putting your hands to the plow and saying I'll help pastor I'll pray pastor I'll do something pastor don't let anything keep you from doing what God wants you to do daddy's mistake isn't going to cost me my place would you stand with me Psalms 42 and 1 it doesn't show it on there but I'll read it to you I promise you it's in here Psalms 42 and 1 to the chief musician the choir director is what the NLT version says. For the, for the sons of Korah. This verse was written for the sons of Korah. Open your Bible if you don't believe me. It's in there. For the sons of Korah, as the heart panteth after thee, after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Psalms 44 1. To the chief musician, everybody say the choir director. This is for the sons of Korah. We have heard with our ears, oh God, our fathers have told us what worked thou Didst in their days and the times of old. Psalms 46 and 1. To the chief musician, for the sons, everybody say it, of Korah. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in time of trouble. Somebody wanted to remind the sons of Korah, I know daddy left it. I know daddy walked out on it. But there is a refuge. There is a strength in the time of trouble. You don't have to run. You don't have to leave. You don't have to back off. You don't have to abandon. You don't have to backslide. There's a refuge. Psalms 47 to 1 to the chief musician of Psalm for the sons of Korah, oh, clap your hands. All you people, shouting to God with a voice of triumph. Oh, you think this verse was just something that David got inspired? Into? No, he was thinking about the sons of Korah. He says, I'll tell you how to get through the times that you feel all by yourself. I'll tell you how to get through the times when you don't feel like anybody's for you, anybody loves you, you're all alone, you don't have any footsteps to follow. I'll tell you what you do. You shout unto God with a voice of triumph. If anybody's gonna, nobody's gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. I'm a son of Korah. I know what mistakes they made. I know what the image is. Amen. I know what the reputation is. And I'm gonna praise him. I'm gonna worship him. I'm gonna shout unto God with a voice of triumph. He's good. Psalms 48 and 1, a song and song for the sons of Korah. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Notice the sons of Korah didn't get bitter because of the mistake their daddy made. This is for you, sons of Korah. He's great. We're telling people that watched their dad swallowed up in a pit. 14,700 people, 250 men of renown, rebelled against God, and God opened it up, swallowed them up, burned them up, sent a plague and killed the 14,700. But something happened to the sons of Korah. Daddy, I'm sorry, but God is still great. I don't know what you had to go through. I don't know what you faced in 2022, but God is still great. And don't allow what you saw, what you felt, what you faced, don't allow it to steal your praise. If somebody left you in 2022, it's time to make your own footsteps. If you feel nobody's behind you, you're all alone, that's okay. This is for the sons of Korah in the room today. Just keep walking. Just make up in your mind, I'm following you, Jesus. I know it'd be great to have your family here, and I believe they are going to. I believe your lifestyle is going to win them. But even if it doesn't, even if they never come in, I'm purposing today. I'm walking with Him. I'm following Him. I'm loving Him. Psalms 49 and 1 to the chief musician, a psalm for the sons of Korah. Hear this, all you people. You hear all you inhabitants of the world, listen, you hear that? It's not a cry of bitterness. It's a song of the redeemed. I refuse to allow the situation to keep me from praising God. I refuse to allow the situation I went through to somehow steal my praise. Psalms 84 and 1, to the chief musician upon, get a a psalm for for the sons of Korah. How amiable or how lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. I'm not going to get bitter and not come to the house of God because somebody rejected God out there. The sons of Korah, how lovely is the tabernacle of God. Don't let anything keep you from falling in love with this place. Oh, how lovely are their tabernacles, oh Lord of hosts. There's no greater feeling than walking into this room and feeling the King of glory come down. Don't let anything ever replace the feeling that you felt this morning, that you feel all the time. Don't ever let anything keep you from coming to the tabernacle and still being wild. Oh, I can't wait to get to church. I was glad. I was glad when they said unto me, Let's go. Oh, it's still beautiful. Let me ask you the question Is the house of God still beautiful, too? Psalms 85 and 1 to the chief musician, a psalm for the sons of Korah.
1: Lord, thou hast been
0: favorable. Oh, somebody, I'm telling you, he's going to turn your captivity into the greatest blessing. What looked like the worst thing that could happen to you because you didn't get bitter, because you still love the house of God, because you still got behind your man of God and say, preach, preacher. You know, some of the hardest things to ever do is amen somebody or something when you're going through some of the hardest times of your life, but the sons of Korah said, it's not going to stop my praise. It's not going to stop my support. All right. All right. He's been good to me. I said he's been good to me. Yes. Yes. Right. Psalms 87.1. The psalm or song for the sons of Korah. His foundation, his foundation is in the holy Mount. I want you to lift up your hands right now. I want you to praise God right now. God's wanting to give you a foundation that's unshakable. I don't know who I'm preaching to. If I did, I'd I'd come up beside you and talk to you, and God may do that. I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, you've been through some stuff. You've faced some things that didn't look good, didn't feel good, didn't sound good. You've a cloud over you, something that's hung over you for a long time. Somebody maybe you looked up to. Somebody maybe you depended upon and all of a sudden just stepped away. They're not doing what they used to do. They're not involved anymore. They were your hero. They were somebody you looked up to and now... Oh, Brother Hughes, I've got all kinds of examples going on in my mind right now. People that used to hold on to this, and now they just, you wouldn't know who they were. You wouldn't know they were ever raised in church. You wouldn't know they were ever part of this thing. But I'm telling you, no matter what happens out there, you can't let it shake your foundation. Cora's son said, his foundation is standing sure. It's going to be all right. You're going to get through this. I want you to lift up your hands right now as they begin to play and sing softly. You're walking this walk all by yourself or you're walking this walk with a shadow hanging over you telling you of all the mistakes that's been made. You're walking this walk and it's a little harder now because people that used to walk with you are no longer there. That's why in John 6 and 67, Jesus turned around and said to the 12, will you also go away? Listen, there's going to be things happen that some people are going to stop walking, but it can't, it can't, it can't deter you from saying, I'm coming on, I'm walking on.' I want you to lift up your voice right now. I want you to pray right now. Who am I talking to right now? Who am I reaching to right now? Who came to the house of God this morning? If you'll be honest with yourself, you, you've kind of slipped a little bit in your walk. You kind of maybe dabbled in some other steps. I want you to be real honest right now because God had put this in my heart to tell somebody. When the footsteps cease, what's your, your decision? Sounds like What's your decisions, Noah? When Enoch's no longer there, I'm going to find grace. I'm not leaving you, God, even though when times get hard, Jesus preached a rough message. He preached a hard message. He preached something that was difficult to preach, and many left. And he looked around and saw the 12 and said, Are you going to leave me too? And Peter stood up and said, Where else? Oh, this Sunday morning, somebody needs to throw their hands up right now. And say, God, where else can I go? Oh, come on, I'm reaching for somebody right now. I'm reaching for somebody that's been disappointed. I'm reaching for somebody that feels all by yourself. I'm reaching for somebody who feels like the struggle's too hard, the steps are too hard, it's too long, it's too difficult, the path is too rough. I'm telling you, there's a friend in Jesus that if you'll surrender your life to him right now, he'll pick you up and be that strength that you need. Come on, let's worship him together. Let's pray right now. Let's all come. Let's all come and get close to God right now say, God, God, I've started out with you and I'm not leaving You now. God, I'm not going away now. I'm not abandoning you now, God. I know it got rough. I know things happened that weren't fair. I know, God, it looked at times. I know, God, I don't understand it, but God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to follow after you. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding, God, but in all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge you, and you promised you would direct my path. Somebody here today pray that with me. Somebody say, God, will you direct my path? Will you take over, God? I don't know what to do, God. I don't know where to go, God. The footsteps have been erased. The footsteps have ceased. The one I was following, the one I thought would always be there my friend, my companion uh, my father, I thought they would be the one that lead me God but they're not here where do I go where do I go God where do I go God somebody you feel that way right now you can't see the footsteps anymore they're gone maybe, maybe they took Maybe it was like Enoch. Maybe God took them. And you're saying, if I just had my grandma, I just had my grandpa here. If I just had my mama here, if I just had my daddy here, I know what to do. I'm telling you, there is a friend that sticks closer than any brother. I want you to pray with somebody right now. You're not by yourself, ma'am. You're not walking this pathway alone. For just like the poem of the footprints in the sand, when there's only one set of prints, it's really God carrying you. You made it this far. You made it to this point. You made it to this service because God carried you through some of the roughest times of your life. Come on, I want to hear you cry out to God right now. Wife, you can make it. Young person, you can do it. Young man, you can do it. Preacher, you still got a purpose. Preacher, you still got a place. Don't let the mistakes, don't let the failures make you feel that there's not a place. The sons of Korah still found a place. I'm telling somebody right now, the Holy Ghost, you've got a place. Open up your mouth right now and say, God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got discouraged. I'm sorry I got distracted. I'm sorry I started following things that shouldn't have been following God. Come on, that's it. That's it. Talk to him right now. Talk to him right now. Talk to him right now. Come on, open your mouth and talk to him right now. Make up your mind right now. When footsteps cease, I'll just make my own. I'm not leaving you, God. I'm not leaving you, God, even though they left me, even though they abandoned me, even though I'm all by myself, even though I'm the only one, even even though they walked away, God. Come on, love him right now. Love him. Lift up your voice right now. Lift up your hands right now. Come on, ministry. Help me. Help me, ministry. Pray for somebody. Come on, be sensitive right now. Come on, be sensitive right now. Come on, come on, be sensitive. Come on, be sensitive. Come on, somebody. Be sensitive right now. Come on, as they sing, lift up your heart, lift up your voice. Make up in your mind, I'm following you, Jesus. To follow
2: Jesus. I have I'm not leaving you, God. To Jesus.
0: I'm not going away, God.
2: Turning back Oh, turning back I have decided I have decided, decided to, follow to follow Jesus I have decided To follow Jesus Come on, pray with somebody Come on. Pray with somebody. I have Come on, pray. Jesus. I have
0: Come on, find somebody to pray with right now.
2: Find somebody to pray with right
0: now. Don't so let them pray by themselves. Pray with somebody. Let them know you're not by yourself. You're not alone. You're not alone. I'm with you. I'm helping i hold you up. The Bible says for us to lift up those hands to that hang low.
2: Come on, the walk's been hard. It's been rough.
0: But I'm not leaving you, Jesus. Come on, Daddy, make a decree right now. Ask for me in my house. Ask for me in my house. Come on, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Pray with somebody right now Pray with somebody right now
2: The world behind me The world behind me Yes, come on, sing it The world behind me I'm looking unto Jesus The world behind me The cross before me I'm following you, God I'm the only one I'm still coming. Oh, yes. oh, yes,
0: oh, yes. Oh, yes. Come on, pray with somebody. Pray with somebody right
2: now. I have decided. I have Come on, love him right now. Love him right now.
1: Y'all needed that this morning. That last week may have been a rough week, but the Lord He showed up this morning, and the Word we needed that in our hearts this morning. And the Lord He ain't gonna leave you stranded. He ain't gonna leave you hurt. But every time, every every time you think about giving up, every time you think nothing's on your side, that it's all bleak, the Lord shows up right then. He may not show up when you want him, but he'll be right on time. Don't forget we have uh, First Steps after service this morning. And we also have foot washing tonight at 545. Prayer at 6. And the communion tonight following service. Let's go ahead and pray and we'll close this out. God, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for such a great word, a great service. God, we thank you for being there every time we needed you. Every time we, we wanted to give up. Every time we thought we were alone, you were there, Jesus. And God, I thank you for what you're about to do in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, y'all dismiss.